everybody, welcome to Tech Thoughts, a show about tech advice, a short how-to, and why you should care. This is episode 9, and the end of season 1. Oh no, <laughs> I'm Jade, the, the smart and concerned one. And I'm Art, the cute and kind of excited, but also kind of surprised we made it this far one. Disclaimer, we are both smart and cute. So yeah, nine episodes in, and we are finally at the end of what we are calling the privacy arc. Uh, we sw- nine. Don't spoil the surprise. Um, no, nine point five. We had a, we had it to be a two parter. Remember? Oh yeah, fair enough. Uh, well, well, yes, there were some. Like I said, there were some. Like I like I said in a previous episode, there were some false starts. There were some false stops. There was a lot of us trying to get the rhythm down for timing. Um, and having to split things into smaller things, but hey, we, we made it here. We made it to the last episode and we actually originally, so originally we thought that we were going to cap off with the cloud. Um, but we actually thought of something I think that is even more universal and more terrifying than the cloud. Um, and we will get to that today because it is today's topic. Um, but first, uh, I have to plug our after show. You can find us live at 8pm ET. Go home. On our Instagram at Tech Thoughts Podcast, uh, that's what I forgot to say. I forgot to say we're live every Friday. We're live every Friday um, because it's an after show that airs on the same day that our podcast airs. Logically, um, you think that I would have my stuff together after nine episodes? I don't. No. Not even a little. No, but I, I still love you. Uh, <laughs> you can also find us on our website at breadnet.xyz/podcast. Which, for now yeah which might not be our website anymore but it's okay um you'll we'll we'll make a whole big fancy announcement once we get a, we get our hands on the website that we're trying to get our hands on <laughs> i'm so excited um but what is today's topic you might ask what could be more ever present and all consuming than the cloud um well social media <laughs> Uh. <laughs> which is actually sort of a funny topic for us to talk about because I hate it and I barely use it. But the reasons that I hate it and barely use it are directly tied to the stuff we're going to talk about today. So let's get into it, shall we? So social media. I also hate it. I spent so many years avoiding it, but then I had to get a Facebook and that was the wrong decision. Yeah, that's fair. And more reasons I still think that is the wrong decision to this day is that Facebook seems to have this lovely, lovely image of just always leaking your information. Always. Constantly. That's their thing. I think in a previous episode we said that we might skip over talking about Facebook because of the fact that this is sort of I, what, I, what I'd like to think is like common knowledge at this point, that Facebook leaks your info, that Mark Zuckerberg is definitely an android in a human person's body. That is mean to androids. Can you be nice? I, I take offense for all androids. You're not an android. Or if you are, you're a better designed one than Mark Zuckerberg. That's fair. I don't look like Data from Star Trek. <laughs> oh no my. offense to Brent Spiner, you're great anyway. <laughs> but I think then we realized that we just sort of really have a lot of fun providing a very comprehensive breakdown of why things are messed up. Um, and that's just my fancy way of saying we really wanted to be able to shit on Facebook for half an hour, so we're doing it. <laughs> All right, let's get to it, shall we? Yeah. So I'm not, again, going to talk about Cambridge Analytica. You already know what happened there, and if you don't, feel free to Google it. Today, we have more relevant information. Yeah, because if you, th- if you thought that Facebook started sucking and then, like, stopped, no, no, it didn't. <laughs> no, no, it didn't. Um... So Facebook owns Instagram. So we are actually going to start with Instagram. Uh, 
because chronologically it's the first thing yeah, <laughs> on the list. That's fair. So Facebook, in their infinite, infinite wisdom, left a bunch of Instagram user passwords stored in plain text, meaning unencrypted. Um, we've had an episode on encryption, but if you don't remember what it is, it's simply a way to make information that you would possibly not want people to see way harder for people to see. And this sort of goes without saying, but passwords are not information that you want people to see. Indeed. So, as it turns out, Facebook was storing Instagram user passwords in plain text. They said, uh, quote, that it was only some user passwords. Or some is defined as? Um, quote, from some dude who's the vice president of engineering security and privacy at Facebook. Uh, his name is, I, I'm, I'm going to say it wrong, I'm going to butcher it. It's Pedro Canahati? Canahati? I wouldn't even know how to pronounce that, so yeah, sure. Cool. Um, quote, we now estimate that this issue impacted millions of Instagram users. Oh yeah, some. 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 Millions. Millions is some to these companies. And I think, I think, I think we brought that up before with the whole, like, Verizon thing, right? Where they're just like, oh, it was only this giant number. And it's like, yeah, that giant number might only be, like, a small part of your user base, but those are real people. Yeah. Yeah. It's not great. And it's also incredibly poor practice. This is the kind of thing you would see, like, a small upstart business who has no idea what they're doing would do. But this is this is Instagram and Facebook companies that should have over a decade's worth of, like, experience at this point. Yeah, companies who should absolutely know better. Yes. But wait, Facebook did not finish fucking up in 2019. By the way, that happened in 2019. If you haven't changed your password since then, maybe, maybe do that on Instagram. But... <laughs> Guess what else happened in 2019? Uh, well, Facebook had a lovely unsecured database. Ah, isn't this sounding familiar? What, what's encryption? What does Facebook care about? No, not that. They lost 419 million users, not lost, but they leaked 419 million users' um, addresses, phone numbers, and all of their personal information attached to those. So that's 419 million people where you can know so much about them with a glance. How does that even happen? They don't know. That's worse. Yeah, that's that's the problem. It's more like, quote, they said that like the data is old and was obtained before they changed being able to search people through phone numbers, but they're not really saying how or why it happened, so I really have no trust um, in their ability to mitigate the problem. Oh, I hate that. I hate that. I hate everything about that. Yeah, it's not it's not great. Um, this being said, this is a good reminder that if you use um, either of these services to enable uh, two-factor authentication, which you can again learn in our previous episode on passwords and multi-factor authentication. So what all of this proves, if you didn't know it already, or reinforces if you have sort of been keeping up with the terrible, terrible monster that is Facebook, is that they absolutely shouldn't be trusted with user data. Um, which makes it a bad sign that they are still trying to get more of it. Yeah. So, and in, in what is the latest news in the Facebook escapade? Um, escapade. This is, what else am I going to call it? This is uh, 2020. This article is from August 28th. So, as of the recording of this podcast, like, literally three days ago. Yes. So, Apple kind of did this cool new thing with iOS 14. I know we seem a little off topic. Give me a moment. I promise it'll come together. Apple did this cool little thing in iOS 14, which is, like, warn you when apps are using... Uh, how would you put it, Apple user? I can actually answer this question because I'm on the iOS 14 beta because 
I'm an Apple shill, as Jade cr criticizes me constantly for. Um, so now on the iOS 14 beta, what happens is when you open an app, it gives you this like little pop-up that basically says like, this app would like permission to track you across apps and websites owned by other companies. And it specifically tells you that your data will be used to deliver personalized ads to you. And you can tell the app to not track you. Additionally, in iOS 14, um, Apple's also ending um, what's known as um, IDFA, which is the iPhone mm -hmm. identifiers for advertisers. It's, a, it's basically a way to track you across uh, multiple application usage, just using your phone in general. It's kind of like a cookie that never goes away. Yeah. We've explained cookies before in a previous episode. Um, but basically, it's just a thing that identifies you as being you. So, so IDFA is used a lot like um, the way AdSense cookies are used on computers for Google. You get personalized ads uh, tailored to you and your experiences because it's tracking everything you do um, to a degree. Um, Facebook in particular, and here we are rounding back, or I guess Zucky Boy himself, <laughs> um, has, uh, has kind of complained a little bit that, little uh, bit. quote, Apple it. Yeah, a lot of it. <laughs> a, a lot of it. Old Zucky Boy said something along the lines of that Apple has a, quote, stranglehold on your iPhone. Be because they do, to be fair. Uh, Apple has a very specific way to get apps to your phone. You can only go through the App Store. Yeah. Um, there's, a, there's a very specific like process to getting apps on there. They have requirements that are very specific. Um, Apple also charges like a 30% like, in-app payment like fee that goes straight to them. And not to mention the fact that they don't even allow... like other browsers on their platform. Um, Firefox, Chrome, all of that you can get on your iPhone or iOS device, really, your iPad, whatever. Um, those are just Safari with a fancy skin on them. The way we found that out was kind of hilarious because um, Jade was trying to like troubleshoot something about Firefox on my iPad because I am a very avid iPad user um, and it wasn't working like Firefox. Jade searched it and found that the browser itself will tell you that it's not Firefox, it's Safari. And that goes for every single browser that you will find on an iOS device. Um, which even as a person who likes Apple products, I can tell you that's absolutely messed up. For that point, I'll say that uh, to roll back, this is just to say that yes, of course, um, in this case, Zuckerberg had a point, one point that Apple does have a like a bit of a stranglehold on on the applications they allow into their platform. But the only reason he cares in this case is because it's cutting into his potential ad revenue. Yes, because in this particular case, he is complaining about the the, the removal of IDFA, um, the inability to track people and provide effective ads. With the, with the ending of IDFA, they can no longer target people properly with their personalized ads, and therefore they think they're going to lose money, and that's the only reason they're complaining. <laughs> And worst of all is that instead of owning up to that, because of course they can't just say we're greedy and want money, um, they're trying to argue actually that these changes would be bad for the consumer. Yeah, which it's not. People don't like ads. I don't like ads. Let me be fair. I do not enjoy ads. People who watch TV don't like commercials. That's why we moved off of television. I think I literally saw a post earlier today where uh, I saw someone say that if an ad for a product interrupts their YouTube video, all it does is make them hate that product and avoid it on purpose. Oh yeah, 100%. When things are advertised to me, I actively dislike them, which is, which is counterintuitive. But also, I've seen so many shit products advertised. Why would I believe anything that's sent at me? I'll find it myself. Thank you. Yeah, and, and, and any company ever trying to argue that, like, your privacy is bad for you should probably not be trusted. 
But we've known that about Facebook for quite a while, so let's move on a little bit, shall we? Yeah, because um, even though we said that we did want to do this episode in order to shit on Facebook, there are plenty of social media websites out there, and frankly, they have mistakes of their own. So let's turn to a website that is, I think, honestly, at this point, equally as prominent in terms of, like, the amount of users it gets. And that website is Twitter. Hmm. Twitter. Now, for the most part, I've got nothing bad to say about Twitter, because I don't actually think the company itself has been the issue when it comes to their leaks. Or, in this case, hacks. So, uh, again, 2020, this year, back in July, apparently, uh, Twitter had some accounts uh, that had their personal data stolen. And by that I mean, actually, a bunch of high-profile Twitter accounts um, by celebrities and other famous verified special people with fancy blue check marks, whatever the heck they do. <laughs> Here I am shitting on Twitter culture. Yeah, apparently, a bunch of them started tweeting out what is now known as, like, a Bitcoin scam. What was it? Promising that if you sent them some Bitcoin, they'll double it and send it yeah, back to you? Yeah, yeah. It was basically like, uh, send me this amount of Bitcoin, I'll double it. Oh, no, yeah. It was like, it was like I'm doubling the amount of Bitcoin sent to me, but, but only for, like, the next 30 minutes or something like that. So, so actually, this wasn't due to any... Um, anything you'd normally think there weren't some magical hackers like brute forcing these passwords there weren't there was not a leak of passwords they were working from nothing like that as it turns out some a lot of air quotes here hackers paid some twitter employees in what's known as social engineering uh, which i believe we've talked about before yes we have uh we talked about it in the passwords episode actually so seriously go Perfect. watch that episode <laughs> watch listen go seriously um, go listen to that episode so these people paid some twitter employees t for access to what twitter upon seeing screenshots of the tool referred to it as an administration tool which allowed them to change some some of these users um, recovery emails and therefore it's extremely easy to change passwords at that point because you're running an internal expected to have all privileges administrative tool for the company so of course it would just work and and, and here's the part where i go this isn't really me faulting no, maybe it is me faulting Twitter. I mean, this was their employees, you know? Yeah, that's fair. So, fine. I suppose in this case, um, it's, it's a little bad that some fairly non-high-ranking employees had access to this tool and could use its functions on celebrity accounts because, hey, guess what? About $100,000 were stolen in Bitcoin. Jeez. Yes, which, because Bitcoin keeps going up in price, is now worth a lot more money than that. <laughs> Not great, not fantastic, very embarrassing. Which goes to show you that even if you do nothing wrong, um, there might still be some nonsense happening to you on a social media platform that can expose you. And speaking of things that can happen to you without you doing anything wrong, Snapchat. Oh, I suppose that's one option. <laughs> yes. Um, here I am with actual answers to that, like getting shot. No, Snapchat is the greatest crime humanity's ever known, obviously. So yes, Snapchat. In our previous episode on the cloud, we let you know about something called the Fappening. Well, guess what? We had a sequel. It's known as the Snappening. That makes it sound like it belongs in Avengers Endgame, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's, 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 it's what happens in, in, in the, in the Spider-Man epilogue where they're like, oh, you know, Thanos snappening people to death. He did, he did the cabaret and people just disappeared one by one. <laughs> <laughs> no. Right. This is happening. So back in 2014, there was this application called um, Snap Saved, um, which was a website that let you log into your Snapchat account um, and then let you download photos and videos that you received. Um, the issue was that the website also 
saved a copy of those things for themselves. So, about 200,000 snaps got collected through this process. So the, so the website was saving them, but how did they leak? Very simple. The website was a malicious actor in this, in this thing. Oh, they, they did it on purpose. Yes. This was, uh, I believe you can call it social engineering if you'd like. I guess by mm-hmm. definition it is. Snapchat themselves also claimed that it was definitely not due to their servers being breached and definitely due to third-party apps. And again, according to um, where it leaked, in this case on 4chan, the claim was it came from Snapsaved. And the problem here is that because you could download stuff that was sent to you, not just stuff that you sent, like, it didn't matter, it, it doesn't necessarily matter whether you, whether you directly use Snapsaved or not. If somebody else you know used Snapsaved, you could still get screwed over by it. Yes, precisely. So, yeah. Ways you can get screwed over through no fault of your own, and why you should be really mindful of, like, any third-party apps that you're using, and maybe also be mindful of, like, who you're sending snaps to, frankly. Yeah. I personally use a third-party Snapchat app. I'll be, I'm happy to admit that. Um, however, it is one that I can see the source code of, and therefore I can trust it, because I, I, I understand how it works. Yeah, and you know that it's not, because you because you can see the code, because you know how it works, you know that it's not malicious. Yes. It's a little laggy, but not malicious. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Runs like crap, but whatever. Um, and even when you do trust an application, maybe it doesn't have your best interest in mind. In the case of first-party TikTok, as in the actual TikTok app, you can download in your app store. I'm sure you've heard the controversy if you are US-based about how the US government is literally banning to block usage of TikTok in this country because of concerns that your personal information may be leaked to another government, which the US is very upset about because it's not them. Only we can collect your data. Yeah, kind of like Facebook. Whoops. Um, Anyway. Oh, boy. Putting aside the potential security risks um, that the U.S. government may have, and here's the part where we're going to leave a little disclaimer. All right. The other government in this case is China. And I think it's worth examining the U.S.'s motivations in caring about the fact that China is the one getting your data. um, Because... The U.S. government obviously has a reason to be biased there. And they're not even really trying to hide that bias, considering the fact that Secretary of State Mike Pompeo literally said that TikTok is an app that you should only download if you want your private information in the hands of the Chinese Communist Party. Because I guess we still hate communists. Because I guess this is still like the 60s or something. All right, man. But go on, Jade. All of this being said communist or not i don't like my data in the hands of any government really so if i can avoid that i will uh and the chinese government is obviously responsible for numerous 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 human rights violations how about we say the word atrocities and just be honest that's fair Regardless of if you agree with the U.S. government's stance on this or not, TikTok has been a bit of a data mining nightmare. Apart from gathering information that basically everyone does when they try to give you personalized ads, you know, that being your IP address, your country location, device you're using, all of those usual suspects. It also appears that once you do a bit of a deep dive using a tool such as Glasswire or uh, Wireshark, which we have talked about in a previous episode. Yeah, because Linus plugs them. (laughs) Yes. But one of those, one of those is a, an open source tool, actually. That being said, speaking of uh, plugging Linus, we should do that. 
Yeah. Hey. Uh, hey, Linus. Hey, Mr. Tech Tips. Uh, we want. If you're listening to this, we want you on our show very badly. Indeed. We have all this time during our break. Oh, wait. Not, we're not talking about that yet. Um, but yeah, come on the show. Uh, anyway. <laughs> You'll hear from us soon. <laughs> our people will get in touch with yours. As in, we will get in touch with them. Because we don't have people. We are the people. Yes, once you do a bit of a deep dive. It also appears that TikTok tries to gather enough information to fingerprint you, meaning uh, create a sort of unique identifier for your device, even if you're not logged into it. Huh, that sounds familiar. Yeah, it's not terribly nice. Another very, very sketchy thing that TikTok used to do back in March of 2020, so this year for us, but if you're listening to the future, maybe not, um... As it turns out, TikTok was accessing the contents of an, the iPhone clipboard every few seconds, even when the app was just running in the background. They claimed it was an anti-spam measure, and they stopped doing that after a bit, but uh, that's not the only problem. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Remember when we were talking about iOS 14? Yeah, in terms of other really cool uh, privacy-promoting features, iOS 14 also has this feature that basically tells you when an app is accessing your microphone or camera there's like this sort of like lit up dot uh that indicates uh that indicates that an app is doing so um and then you when you click it you can check which app it is which is great because it lets you know if things are using your your microphone and camera when you don't want them to be using it uh except that it's not so great because it's been proven uh by people who have the ios 14 beta installed um that tiktok just uses your microphone in the background constantly even when you're not running the app if you open it and you close it it's using your microphone well, um, if, it, if it's running in the background then it counts yeah exactly uh, but like like the way the way that I, I saw this proven was that somebody um somebody like did, took a screen recording where they opened tiktok and then closed it and then showed that like the dot stays lit up because tiktok continues to use your microphone which is definitely shitty consent practices that sort of fall in line with some of the stuff we were talking about in previous episodes with um things like your smart home assistants listening to you long after you've intended for them to be listening to you Yes, and I'd also like to make it very clear this is not an iOS-specific problem. Um, I'm running an Android phone. Android's had support for blocking permissions for quite a while. Um, But also, my phone is rooted, which is a long explanation. It's not important. Basically, I have a tool on it that lets me see when applications are trying to access certain parts of my phone. And opening TikTok, it immediately starts trying to record audio. Without you telling it to. Oh, yeah, I literally just look. Uh, Y'all can't see this, but TikTok. Right, TikTok. Yeah. My little tool. Uh, record audio permission for 9.18 p.m. That is terrifying. That is terrifying. Yep. <laughs> Not great. Not great. <laughs> Reasons I won't upgrade from this phone include I want to keep using that tool. <laughs> um, but yeah. And all of this is not to say that like you shouldn't use social media, because I think at this point we sort of hit the part of the season where... It is less practical to start to tell people to like just like stop using these things like people aren't going to stop using the cloud people aren't going to stop using social media but then at the same time it's like as I've said before many 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 times on the show be mindful of what you are using and that that's kind of what we're here for we're here for education we're here so that you at least now after listening to this you know about these things and you know that these things are possible and you know that even if you think you are doing everything right things like even even if you think you're doing everything right shit happens and it is important to protect yourself and to as lame as this sounds and as much of a boomer as this makes me sound despite the fact that i am literally 21 years old 
be careful with what you're putting out there on the internet. Maybe you don't need to tweet out every single thought you've ever had. Maybe you don't need an account on literally every social media website that exists. Like, ah, uh, yes, Sonny, don't put your uh, thoughts on the Snapchat. Sorry. <laughs> Don't send, don't send nudes to people unless you're sure that, that, that they're not using a third-party client or that if they are using a third-party client, in the case of my lovely girlfriend, it's a third-party client that you can trust. <laughs> it's not, it's, th this is less, this is, this is, this is, this is lighter on the how-to, but it, it really is just... Be careful. Be careful. If you have listened to us for this whole season, you will know ways that lets you mitigate problems like password leaks. Again, multi-factor authentication, but art is right. When it comes to things like pictures and just your information, be careful what you put up there. Bog! And that is all the time we have for this season. Yeah. We're finally at the end of one whole season. Um, this has really been genuinely like a great experience and a lot of fun. Um, and we're gonna be coming right back at you with season two. We are going to be taking a small research break, mostly so that I can stop overworking Jade like a hamster on a wheel. Uh, <laughs> we expect that that'll be about two weeks long, but we will still be doing after shows. Uh, again, we are live at Tech Thoughts Podcast, 8 p.m. ET, uh, Fridays. I always forget the Friday part. I snuck in my go home at the end. It's fine. But Art, how are we going to have after shows without shows if this is the end of the season? Oh, you'll see. It may or may not have a thing to do with that uh, guest we mentioned in one of those earlier episodes. But in order to find out more about that, you'll have to check our website, which is... Not gay enough, but it is breadnet.xyz slash podcast. And also, we'll, we'll probably say it on Instagram, too, because like, we're nice and we talk there, I guess. Yeah, we do hope to see you guys there at the after shows or after the season break if you decide to stick with us. So, um, see you on the other side. Bye. Am I dying? <laughs> Bye. <laughs>